0: a local entrepreneur who offers beautiful, handcrafted children's clothing and accessories through her business, Banani Bands. I met Heather at the Junior League's Christmas show, Tinsel and Treasures, in September. And I have to say, I was taken by the quality of her work, the beauty of her designs, and her endearing can-do spirit. So Heather, I want to thank you for coming to Discover Lafayette today. Thank you for sharing your story and telling us what it's like to be a young entrepreneur. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) So here we are. You brought some clothes for us to look at. We've been talking with Jason Sikora. Jason, thank you for making our podcast possible. I was walking through in September, and Tinsel and Treasures is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I I find there's like, it's beautiful. There's so many different things you can buy. But your booth really drew me in with all the beautiful little children's clothing. And not just clothing, but little toys and accessories, all things that are handmade mm-hmm. by you. So tell us your story. Like, how did you get into this? You, I think you grew up in Scott. Maybe give me your background first. Okay, so I got married
1: really young. How young? Oh, goodness. Okay, my first marriage, I was like 22. I, we had a daughter together, and then that marriage ended. Um, so, And I used to, you know, just make things for my daughter. I was making gifts for my friends who were pregnant as well, and um, hand sewn yes, gift items? Yeah, just burp cloths and bibs. And I didn't know how to sew. And so I went to a, um, there was a, it used to be a store in Scott called Create 365. And she taught me how to use a machine. Like
0: a singer? What did you have? What kind of machine? I think
1: so, yeah. But I was really intimidated by threading the machine. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah.
0: So you made gifts. Yeah, we just just started. Yeah, uh, just
1: making little baby gifts. I was super poor, and I was like, I want to make. I want cute things, you know, for my uh baby and for my friends. Um, And then I met my current husband six months later, and he said, "You have got to sell these items." He said, "I am." um, After we had started dating a little while, you know, he said, um, "I booked you a craft show." It was Where? in Bro Bridge. Oh, okay. and Bro Bridge had the something. I don't that sounds uh, safe. Uh-huh. You, know? you may
0: not <laughs> know many people fair, there. So you know? no.
1: and so he <laughs> <Okay>. said, <laughs> I, "I bought you a ten by ten tent and a six foot table, and here's your date of your craft show, and I, and you you have to fill
0: your t- your table. Wait, back up." <laughs> This is so, amazing. Y'all must have had discussions at the dinner table. Are you crying about where is my life going? Why did he do this? That was he really just, sweet of him.
1: He is an entrepreneur. What's his name? His name is Heath. He's really a nurse in real life, but his like his spirit is entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He paid for nursing school by doing eBay, by going to estate sales and garage sales, and um, just wow, yeah, incredible because he didn't want debt, you right. know, education debt. So, um, yeah, so. I'm, that's it. So I had my first craft show. How did it go? Everything on my table was $5. So it went fast. Yeah. huh Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. So I think I was, it was in the rain. It ended up raining. Aww. I still shut up. I didn't care. Was it baby clothes or like just It the was burp headbands. Cloths? Headbands. Headbands and burp cloths. My okay. uh, daughter, Annie. Five bucks. That's yes! affordable. Annie Banani um, is her nickname. That's mm-hmm. Banani Bands. Um, she was bald. And I wanted her to have little flowers on her head. I saw a
0: picture of something uh-huh. about bows on kids' heads, yeah. but not all kids have hair when they're little. Right. So know? that's why I started. Yeah. And then it has
1: just grown and grown and grown from there. You so know? Heath
0: was your um Support. Your angel.
1: He, uh, yeah, a literal angel. I was so, you know, post divorce and just didn't know if I should be um, dating him yet. I think How old were you when
0: you started dating
1: 25 him? 25, maybe? Okay. Or 26. And I had had a dream about him that he was a heart surgeon, and he was just getting out all of the hurt and infection and pus. And I was like, okay, 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 I can't. Okay, I,
0: okay, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so your first show went well.
1: Yeah, seventy-five dollars. I was three months behind on my mortgage. I was about to lose my house with a ten-month-old baby. Seriously. Where did you live then? In? in Scott, my same home that I'm in. The now. Home, your mm-hmm. childhood home. Yeah. And so we, he was like, okay, I booked. Shows for months. I think I did four months of shows. If I would show up in a Baptist church parking lot, if they had a little fair or anywhere's, I would Uh show up and sell. Churches
0: love baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every weekend and every weekend, you know, we just okay. I'd save and save and save, and I'll never forget calling Wells Fargo and paying my mortgage in full. Yeah, really? Yeah, I caught it up, and it's. I used to okay. So then I was like. The customers would ask for more things, like, do you sell pacifier clips? Um, you know, stuff like that. So um, I would go to pink Fabrics. I didn't have the money to buy. Where was that? It was over on
0: the boulevard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're so open. It's still there. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I would say, hi, I would like to buy your scraps. And I would go and just buy their oh. scrap. I, I couldn't afford a yard of fabric. You would just buy,
0: like, the end of the, yes, the vault?
1: whatever they—and oh. I would make something out of it and sell it, make a headband, make a— yeah.
0: The churches charge you to have mm-hmm. a booth, but not much, right? You just yeah. bring your own table or something?
1: Yeah. Booth fees.
0: So we would do sweet dough pie festivals. And
1: I'm telling you, they had a craft vendor. I was there. Wow. I was there.
0: So yeah. Heath is the one there that lit the fire.
1: Yes. And had had confidence in me that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I was like, no one wants this. no. And he was like, Yeah. They 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 do. do. They want baby items.
0: And you can't really go to Walmart and get the quality that you're selling. Walmart's Mm -hmm. got great things. Right. But it's like Carter's. It's
1: mass production.
0: What you make is like hand-sewn, beautiful fabrics.
1: Yeah, and heirloom items. Mm -hmm. I really feel like these items, something that's so special to me is that they, um, you know, you'll go in a a friend's home, and there'll be their canvas, and it's— their pictures and it's my clothes. Mm-hmm. Or I'll go in a restaurant in Lafayette in here. Really? You know, oh yeah. I'll see one of my outfits on a baby or in public. Mm-hmm. But I never go up to the family and tell them like I made right. your baby's clothes because right. that's weird. But so let me back up.
0: <laughs> so you 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 were <laughs> married and divorced mm-hmm. and then you met Heath. Yep. You had a child from your yep first marriage. Mm-hmm. Then when did you and Heath get married?
1: Ten years. So whatever that is going to be.
0: Okay. So Heath was encouraging you. Yes. You were in love. Mm-hmm. You had a child from your first marriage. Mm-hmm. Did you work during the day? or were Absolutely. You ass- you did. So I what was do, your day job?
1: I, well, I worked at a walk-in clinic, and then I As, would, was a receptionist. Okay. Or I'd take blood pressure or whatever. Um, and then—
0: This was your side gig? Yeah. Did you I name see, it Banani Bands mm-hmm. back then?
1: Yeah, after my daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got a job working with a lady by the name of Joanne Guidry. She was an older lady with uh, dementia, and she needed a nanny. And I was her nanny for five years, oh, and nice. I love her like it's just like a mama or a grandmother, you know. And um, so I started that, I guess, in two thousand and maybe eleven. Could mm-hmm. you bring
0: Annie with you, or she was in no. school by then? Yeah, I would.
1: Yeah. You know, she was in daycare.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, although I could have, but I wanted to give Miss
0: Jo. Yeah. Undivided. Yeah, uh-huh. the proper attention she needed. Yeah. Um, so you would sew at night?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sew so, oh, all hours of the night and, yeah.
0: Really? Yes. So you got the machine. I still think it's a Singer, but maybe there's other brands. A Bernina. Bernina. Mm-hmm. That's even better, probably. I took sewing when I was in junior high. Heather and I was the one that would sew myself to the clothes. Like I okay. just was never. <laughs>
1: we can work with it. I'm That's never okay. talented.
0: <laughs> so when I see the fine stitching and the the starched outfits that you're selling, like they're really beautiful. And oh, thank you. Do you make the little? Do you make the little um, patterns? Like
1: no, I buy the patterns. Nowadays, you buy them online. You do. Yep, they email them to you. And you print them out. Uh-huh. And that's it.
0: So you don't have to design. You just create right. the, look, mm-hmm. the, just the look, the fabric and the look. Just the fabrics. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about, so you and Heath got married whenever that was, mm-hmm. 10 years ago.
1: The, the business paid for my wedding. It mm-hmm. paid for our honeymoon. I just was like, okay, these are our financial goals. And I'm going to do shows and continue. Then I started getting wholesale accounts. I never wanted a brick and mortar. I knew that.
0: I, I wanted to ask about that. I so it's all online. Mm-hmm. Or are you selling other people's Yes, stores.
1: I was a brick and mortar was. Um, I didn't know how I could like work the front of the store and work the. Back. It's too much, and I didn't want it to become. At that point, I knew that I wouldn't be able to handle the amount of clothes to make.
0: Mm-hmm. To and, have inventory for yeah, people to walk in, and then I
1: don't want to order. I don't know. It's just something. Mm-hmm. This is handmade, you know. I want it to stay that way. So right. now I just sell wholesale. And then we do, we're very uh, selective about our shows now. We do more junior league shows. And, you do.
0: Yeah. You sell a lot at those big shows. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah.
1: Because
0: I saw you that Thursday morning this year in September, the early morning. Yeah. People, it was packed, but it was just starting. Yeah. A three day show.
1: That's our biggest show.
0: So you must have to work around the clock to get ready for those big shows.
1: Yeah, but I have have employees that help Mm -hmm. us work. You do? Yeah. They sew also? Oh, yeah. We have um, the lady. Her name is Miss Debbie DeRuin. She used to babysit me. And she still babysits, and I'll go bring her 400 bibs, and she'll help me. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Debbie will, you know, help me, help make me. We can just picture a <laughs> machine going. She up. does it a night. She's single. Uh-huh. She's a widow. And she'll call me and say, Heather, your bibs are ready, and I'll go pick them up.
0: You pay her by the piece? Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's nice. She can work as much as she wants. Huh?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, same with my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law will helps make my burp cloths. And so everything still passes through our hands. Uh-huh. You know, but
0: um, are you the quality control person? Yeah, or do you trust them? It,
1: it, yes, both. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> absolutely. But well, well, um, we use Gerber cloth diapers as like the base of our burp cloth, and um, and then we cover them with a piece of fabric. And so mm-hmm. we'll have all of our uh, diapers shipped to Miss Anne, who is my mother-in-law, her house. And it's when I tell you, it's a family business and a friend business. Uh-huh. Our, our mamas run it. Every our friends. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah.
0: This just seems like from another era, do you think, Jason? It, it's it, like, it's. It
2: does feel like a throwback. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, no, know. We're so
0: used to ordering like on Amazon and yeah. different things, but maybe. Are, do you sell on Amazon? Are you, no, no. I, don't, I no. wouldn't
2: even
1: know how to do that. Like, well, it'd probably I wouldn't be even. Easy
0: if you tried, you know.
1: It would be easy. I
0: think. I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you might get too Gosh. many requests for burp cloths. Mm-hmm. That okay. might be like next year. <laughs> Okay. After this podcast interview, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, look, can we go back to the beginning when you realized, I have a business here. When did that Mm -hmm. enter your mind that— uh, you know, Heather, you have a business. I don't feel like I do. Michelle.
1: Still? I, absolutely not. I feel such imposter syndrome. <laughs> like I don't have a business.
0: <laughs> but, but you pay your bills. You I do. You're, I, you're right, You're employing people.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, so— You pay taxes,
0: right? Like, I do. You know, hopefully. I don't. Maybe we can cut out, this, <laughs> cut out this part of the interview.
1: <laughs> no, my husband— It's so I feel like when you're creative, when you're an artist, that part of the brain is not— It's not business. If you hand me a tax form right now— I would go blank. I, it, it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have people. I don't know. He does it.
0: And then we have other people. Uh-huh. You use QuickBooks or something? Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he does it. <laughs> um, he does all the invoicing and everything? hmm Is yeah. he full-time with you? He either still has a—, a he, he He's has, a
1: nurse in real life. Like, uh-huh. he's, he has his nursing job. In
0: real life. <laughs> so you're his side gig.
1: <laughs> yeah, he laughs. He's like, okay, you're the seat. C- CEO, I'm the CFO and the vice president and he does everything. He does all of my bookings of shows. He does all of my contracts. I Mm -hmm. don't, my brain does not, I'm an
0: artist. You just period the product together. We were talking before the podcast started. So you're Heather Corville doing business as Banani Bands Mm -hmm. and it's B-A-N-A-N-N-I-E Bands, but you're not incorporated this, this business. We'll talk about Mm -hmm. your other business in a minute. So it really is just a labor of love. And luckily, yes. you're surrounded by people that help you keep the yeah, the balls up. they're in the air. so
1: I'm telling you my friends are so much more invested than I am sometimes. I, they're just I just love them. <laughs> but um, okay. so when I was with Ms Jonell, Ms Joe, yeah. um, I was with her for five years. And then it came to a point in her process that she needed further care. So when that happened, then Heath was like, okay, do you want to get another part-time job? But you don't need to. You Mm -hmm. don't need to. This is fine. It's paying the bills and it's paying. It's fine. You can do this. And I I was so scared because for so long I'd had so many jobs.
0: And then it's all on you to produce.
1: This was just like fun Italy money. It wasn't like
0: Mm -hmm. real money. I don't know. It just didn't seem, you didn't, um, maybe you didn't take your talent seriously. You were doing it as a hobby.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And then he was telling you, you're free to pursue your dream. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was like, okay,
1: how about we just try this for six months? Let's see. And that's nothing. Six months. It's nothing. Yeah. And so I sustained, I did it. Okay. We can do it for six months. You kept on
0: doing your shows.
1: Yes.
0: And you had more time to sew. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And here we are. (laughs) I do shows and travel. We travel all over. And
0: where's all over this region, like the Southeast? How far do you go for shows?
1: Okay, so we go to
0: Alabama.
1: Like, yeah. we'll go to North Alabama and Mobile. So I have. Um, that's another thing. Heath knows every license because in different states you have to have different licensing. Yeah,
0: you go up to Birmingham. You go up. Yep. F- oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah, that's and where Southern Living was from. I mean, that's a hike. Ten-hour yeah. drive, huh?
1: Yeah, or twelve. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Something like that. Or mm-hmm. w- and I, I have a license to sell in Texas. I'm n- anyway, so like we just. Yeah.
0: You have to have your wholesale license to mm-hmm. sell, and then you have to report taxes also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where it gets complicated. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Allegedly. I'm joking. It's I'm joking. out of the back of my car. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Selling it out of the back of my car. You know? No. <laughs> this is how Matt Stuller got started, you know? Are you serious? Out of the back That's of aww. his car. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. everybody at some point has to say, Am I in or out? So you're in. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> yeah. So when I saw you, let me just try to paint a picture for people, and I'm going to put pictures on my website, discoverlafayette.net. But when you were showing your goods at Tinsel and Treasures, mm-hmm. there were, I don't know, a couple of thousand pieces maybe of yeah. clothing, burp pads, toys, uh, pillows. You had all kinds mm-hmm. of things. That's a lot.
1: Yeah. You know, and I guess I don't have my office set up like a booth, so, like, when I make 500 bibs, I just put it in a box. You do? Yeah. Or, you know, clothes, I'll make 100 clothes and just put it on a rack.
0: Mm. So you don't— You have little racks for mm-hmm. little hangers.
1: Yeah, I have oh. clothing racks. It's quite messy. It's mm-hmm. probably not as nice as you think. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's like you don't see it. And then I get really prideful when I do see it out and mm-hmm. displayed um, I think that's why I love Tinsels and Treasures so much because it's a local show and I get to
0: it's gorgeous. see.
1: Oh, look, yeah. my old librarian. <laughs> or, you
0: know, right. Just people from my past. Right. Yeah. So, what sizes do you start with newborn? Mm-hmm. Like, what what's the size of newborn that you to offer? five?
1: It just, five years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, according to the pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Do more people buy for little girls than little boys, or is it?
1: You know, I think equal and people, boy moms get really excited because I do have a lot of boy stuff. Like, what kind of stuff do they like? Uh, Shorts, (laughs) little short sets of matching shirts. And then I also do reversible John Johns. So they get like two outfits in one, right? So if they get dirty, just flip it around. Just flip it around. Or even like (laughs) change the diaper (laughs) and
0: flip around the outfit.
1: Last year we did like a green seersucker and the the front had an orange pumpkin and then the
0: back had a Christmas tree. So they had like their two outfits. Oh my gosh! Yeah, just really. Mm-hmm. When did you figure out all this? Was this from the beginning, or did you learn that just moms last need first vers- we need versatility, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And all of my mom friends, you know, uh-huh. my mom friends with boys will tell me what they are looking for. I'm like, okay, I can do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> when my girls were little, I used to get um, like Halloween. We were right here. We're taping this on Halloween, Halloween? Yeah. twenty twenty three. Yeah. But I remember getting Taylor, my older daughter, um, a little Casper outfit made. Like, I would find seamstresses, and I would get—she was a devil the first year, and then Casper, the friendly ghost. And we would, like, get costumes made. But I never really got handmade items like this, and I would have if I would known. I would go to stores or probably shows. Mm-hmm. And when I had Kelly, they were seven years apart. So Taylor hated it because she was older, but I'd dress them alike. As you should. For the holidays. As the Southern yep. mama but should. But Taylor was always, you know, that look on her face like, oh my gosh, here mm-hmm. I am looking like an idiot, you know. But I love this. I love the little special clothing.
1: I never saw this as my life, ever. When I was a kid, my mom would sew. She made my first communion dress. She would try to teach me how to sew, and I was like, it makes me cuss. Really? Oh my gosh. It's it's a lot. It's a lot, it's of, a lot of detail. Yeah, and when, you know— when one thread is doing this, it means that the bottom is not, you know, it's it's opposite than what you think it would be. Um, so I hated it, hated it, until it was necessary, until I want a cute clothes for my daughter. And so we're going to make it work. You're going to go learn.
0: Because you didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. So you just decided I'll t- figure yeah. it out.
1: But she still had to be cute.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. How old is your oldest daughter? I mean, how old is Annie? Um,
1: she's 12. So
0: she's still little. I mean, young. She's yeah. not little, but she's a young, young girl. Mm-hmm. You still yeah. make her clothes? No, no, <laughs> I'm not cool enough. <laughs> Absolutely
1: not. When the four, I have a, a four year old as well, Capri, and I make all the Capri stuff. Not all, but mm-hmm. the
0: majority of it. Capri Corville. Capri Corville. Yeah, yeah. Good name. So look, we're again, we're just we don't tape this. We we don't we video. Record it. We recorded, record but we yeah. don't video this. But I'm looking at one little outfit. It's got Santa Claus at the top, pink and white, and then the bottom is green. But the level of stitching and detail is just magnificent. I mean, it's beautiful. So you went from not wanting to do this to Mm -hmm. becoming really a—you're an expert. Well, and just having
1: to go with the flow of life. So Mm -hmm. if you flip the outfit inside, you can see the um, stitch is stitched with a serger. So like all of your clothes has like a finished stitch with a serger. Mm -hmm. I never owned a serger until COVID. When COVID happened, I stopped. Like the the baby side of this, all of my shows were shut down. All of my wholesale orders were canceled, so I had to shift from making baby clothes to making masks. And I sold masks wholesale to Drug Emporium. They were one of the first places in Lafayette to have masks. And um,
0: I need- how did you get that client?
1: A friend of mine contacted me. I was friends with one of the managers, and was like, "We cannot get masks from anywhere. Can mm-hmm. you make us masks?" And I was people like, didn't
0: want to wear just the
1: Paper they, it stuff, was not right. even a thing yet. Like, there was no—we made masks for hospitals. I mean, we were making masks, and it. we just shifted. Mm-hmm. I, I just had to shift for that short period of time.
0: The same kind of fun fabrics, though?
1: Yes, absolutely. Oh, of course Mardi Gras fabric. <laughs> <laughs> of course fun fabric. Um, And that's when I learned how to use a serger, because I needed to serge for a mask.
0: And they had to be washed a lot, huh? Yeah. People washing them yeah. every day. So
1: you just, like— Everything is just a step, mm-hmm. you know. So during
0: COVID, if you can talk about that, were you were you scared, or did you just mm-hmm. not have time to be scared? Like, did God take care of you in that way? Yeah, with
1: masks is uh-huh. how we sustained ourselves mm-hmm. through COVID. You um, made enough
0: money to just keep on, keep going. on
1: going. Absolutely, um, yeah. Because all of my wholesale accounts were count canceled. Um, because no shows. There were no no shows no. at all. I had a whole year of shows off. Um, of course, we made the best of it. We ended up taking a little trip. On weekends that I would have had shows because this time of year, every weekend is something big, you know, um, in the fall, in the spring. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we just made the best out of it, but in made mask
0: too. Wow. Yes. Do people still wear masks? Are you still selling those? No, I don't think so.
1: Mm-mm. Once big stores took over, and then it was done. That mm-hmm. was okay. Right. You know, that's okay. But yeah. 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 But I w- I would like to know how many I sold. I was. Wild, but that learned to me learning how to use that led to me learning how to use.
0: It's more professional, uh-huh, the surgery. a surgeon, you know,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Tell me about your little one that's four. Um, talking about mask, I've had so many people that have small children, whether mm-hmm. they're grandparents or parents, say that they're seeing that some children don't have the developmental mm-hmm. skills for language. That they expected, and they mm-hmm. wonder if it was because adults had their mouths covered yeah. during those formative times. Have you—I mean, not that—I'm not saying you're a child, but have you no, noticed— uh,
1: that's something definitely we've experienced. So Capri was born December 19th. So of, she was born in December of nineteen. Okay. So we, like, stayed home, stayed home, because it was, you know, RSV season and cold and flu season, and then kind of about that time when we would have opened our doors back up um, is when COVID happened. And so she didn't see grandparents. We would sit in the front yard. They would come sit in a lawn chair and they didn't hold her. It was just, um, she, it was just yeah. not it wasn't how typical, it was supposed to be. Uh-huh. Even, um, she was in feeding therapy and she would, our feeding therapist was masked so that it would, we made it work, but it's, it's just different. It was hard to do feeding therapy when how are they going to teach her how to eat and they're wearing masks. It was just mm-hmm. really challenging, but we have definitely heard that. And she does have a speech delay. But um, oh, she does? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we have heard that.
0: I didn't know this when I yes. asked you. Yeah, I'm, definitely. I apologize.
1: No, no, but it's so many of those toddlers.
0: That's what I'm thinking because yes. it's, that's the only way we can learn mm-hmm. is by watching.
1: Yeah, that's so we've definitely experienced that. When we've called women's and children's to get appointments and stuff, they're like our occupational therapists are so backed up with this gap of kids. I don't know if it's linked or what, but mm-hmm. yeah, but mm-hmm. she's doing good. I think they'll
0: catch up though. I think yes. I think so, but I was curious cuz she's right at that age.
1: Yes. Right when all this yeah. was hitting. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it was
0: so hard. Mm-hmm. It was so
1: challenging, you know. But
0: well, what is Capri's favorite outfit or color? What do you put her in that's her she favorite? She loves a bubble. She does?
1: <laughs> yeah, she loves wearing a bubble. She has really big, <laughs> delicious thighs, and they're just oh. so cute. The, <laughs> and they're just so cute in her little bubbles. <laughs>
0: it's cute. Yeah. So tell me, um, I want to bring up where you are in local stores. Oh. So you're in Trove & Company mm-hmm. in Brobridge. And so if we can talk about business too. So Trove & Company is at 126 East Bridge Street in downtown mm-hmm. Brobridge. Mm-hmm. So I know people like to go shopping in Brobridge for antiques, great restaurants, music. But your clothes are in there. Can you talk about being a business person without a brick and mortar? Yeah. And then having your clothes, like you, you can sign them to— to shops, right? So it's a win-win for you as a business person and them Mm -hmm. having a storefront. Can you talk about that, how that works?
1: Okay. So how it normally works is I normally um, will email them or, you know, reach out to them and put together a packet and bring them um, like our, it's called a PO, a purchase order, with like all of our price lists and everything, the wholesale and the retail suggest bring them
0: samples. Yes,
1: uh-huh. a suggested retail price. I have to do the same thing whenever I apply to shows. Mm-hmm. These big shows that you apply to, like tinsels and Treasures, you have to send a sample pack of what's going to be what your booth represents, what's going to be there, and because um,
0: they want a certain quality, yes, item, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely, um, yeah. And then they either say yes or no, and I have been told no as well. You know, well, Um
0: everybody has, yeah. So.
1: <laughs> Yeah, um, that's it.
0: So you you sell them a certain number of you, you they pay you for a certain yeah. number of goods, mm-hmm. and then once they sell she just
1: calls she'll mm-hmm. you know they'll call the store owners will call back and reach back out and say here's what I want to spend um can you bring that much amount of product and i normally say sure can you send me a picture of what you have in stock so that i don't send doubles or um and it's funny different areas like of course my Burbridge stores uh, i mean the number one seller is crawfish seafood really oh yeah definitely uh-huh. uh, pelicans and you know all that good louisiana stuff but mm-hmm. uh that doesn't sell as well and um like my stores in Mississippi or, right. you know, it just, right. they like more baseball. So mm-hmm. you, you send baseball and football stuff to them, you know, so. Where do yeah. you get the
0: fabrics? They're beautiful.
1: Okay. So my fabrics, um, I always shop locally first, I like Lola Pink, and then there's another mm-hmm. store in A&A, A&A Broussard, a a Fabric and Broussard. Anyway, Um and then after that, if they don't have, and I'll reach out to them and say, hey, look, I need five bolts of this fabric. Are y'all going to get it? And they'll say yes or no. And then if not, I move on. Um, I do have some wholesale accounts where I get my fabric wholesale. Mm-hmm. Um, but not everyone will give that to me because I'm not brick and mortar. So, And that's okay. And then, uh, yeah, so there's a a website that I like called Hawthorne. They have How do you
0: spell that? H H A W.
1: H a w t h r o n e, okay, something like that. Uh-huh. Hawthorne's T h o r n, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Can I tell you a cool story? Yeah.
0: Okay, that's okay. why we're here. <laughs> yeah, okay,
1: ready? Okay, so Miss Jonelle, my lady, uh-huh. my love, Miss Jonelle Gidry, her daughter um, is an artist. Her name is Annie Montgomery. She was an accountant in Lafayette. Her and her husband moved; to, they're in London. And um, one day I said, Annie, I need some um, You Are My Sunshine. I feel like it would be a big seller fabric. And so we were at a show, and I took an envelope, and I just drew kind of what I wanted You Are My Sunshine to look like. She did her boho, what she does, and it is her— then she uploaded it to Hawthorne and Spoonflower. These are these big fabric companies, and it is her best-selling fabric.
0: It's cotton. Like, Mm it's just all cotton. (laughs) You
1: can pick whatever— like whenever you order through these websites, you can pick whatever you want. You can pick
0: like flannel, different flannel. Things. You can oh. even
1: do uh, like wallpaper.
0: Oh my gosh! My,
1: the wallpaper in Capri's bedroom is Annie Montgomery's design. Anyway, so it's just really check that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's so been cool. Me. Yeah, so I'll I'll call Annie and say, Hey, I need this design. Can you do help me? Anyway, I don't know the. Computer programs and all that that she uses—that's mm-hmm. all the technical. She designed the graphics. Yes, and then
0: they translate mm-hmm. it to yep. whatever it is you want. Yeah, you can have oh, wow. it printed. So, do you make little clothes from mm-hmm. the "You're My Sunshine" yes. for everybody? Yeah, it's my is biggest. Is it yellow? Like what is it? It's
1: white, and it has. Uh, it's like gender neutral, so it's like navies, blues, um, like rust colors, mm-hmm. some light pinks. I should have bought some, but uh, that's my biggest selling is "You're My Sunshine." Oh, yeah,
0: and that's Louisiana. Yeah,
1: it's from another, you know, Louisiana yeah. artist. Anyway, it's just cool. It's just yeah. so
0: neat. I'm thinking you know? Jimmy Davis, you know, the yeah. state song.
1: So. Yes. <laughs> and being able to encourage Annie. So now Annie Montgomery is no longer an accountant. Now she is a full-time artist. So, like, being able to encourage her
0: mm-hmm. to— Freed her. to freed her. Follow yeah, her dream. Yeah,
1: now she's a mama with three kids who paints during the day. In England? Yeah. Yeah, in London we just— email back and forth and she does her thing and wow yeah we actually spent Christmas with her last year it was magical yeah Yeah.
0: so tell me about the types of merchandise that you sell we've talked about a few like Mm -hmm. burp started with burps
1: uh bibs um teething rings passy clips um I just started making like a little stuffed animal for utensils and treasures as a mallard duck Mm -hmm. it went really well It sold out so I keep on making them
0: I saw some um, things had quilted fabrics, like oh, the star. Yes.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't even talk about this. Oh, my quilted stuff. That's been really special. So I'll we go to State's Own Garage sales and find quilts. They're called cutter quilts. So they're quilts that are damaged, mm-hmm. and they would be going on landfill, right? So instead, I, t- I buy them, and then I make stuff out of them and sell them. So like stockings and Easter baskets. That has been incredible.
0: I saw the Easter baskets on your Facebook page. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. And they're people. Like, they just— Precious.
1: And they're keeping a quilt. And mm-hmm. They're keeping a quilt out of a landfill. Like someone where, you know how I many old ladies sat around and drank mm-hmm. coffee and quilted, you know, know. together. Yeah. Like that's just so, so it's meaningful. And that's open, cool doors too. A friend of mine, Rebecca, she um, said, hey, my mom has a great grandmother's quilt in the attic. Can you make Easter baskets? I was like, absolutely. So now her little boys Easter hunt with their mm-hmm. You know, just generational, you know, that would have—it was in an attic. Like, you no, know, we're getting that. Right. <laughs> you know.
0: I know your prices are reasonable, and mm-hmm. I'm hearing you talk about what you make. You probably don't even know what you make per hour, right? Like, it, it's—you don't just make something in 20 minutes.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, it takes time to make these—
1: That's a, a touchy keepables. subject between Heath and I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, can you—you you just made, like, two cents an hour. Like, well, what you doing? <laughs> you know? But, um so he does all of my pricing and uh-huh.
0: helps he helps keep that. your your competitive but also realistic in your prices.
1: hmm I would give it away, let's be honest. <laughs> Everything's five dollars. But he, you know, yeah. you
0: have to you have to stay in business to let yes. people have enjoy yeah. what you make. So so you were talking about estate sales and you also mentioned to me before we started Early Bird
1: yes. Estate Company.
0: So Banani Bands is mm-hmm. you, yes. DBA, yeah, Banani Bands. But what is Early Bird Estate?
1: Okay, Early company? Bird Estate a company. It's an LLC. We just started it, like officially, I don't know, a few months ago. Um, yeah, and so Heath has been doing estate sales for years, but it was time for us to get our LLC.
0: And like he was doing it, doing his eBay purchasing, yes. so he would go to estate sales. Mm-hmm. But he's probably yeah. thinking we could be running these estates. Yeah,
1: well, he did his grandparents. And his grandparents were uh, the era where you like keep everything, mm-hmm. you know, like big time kept everything. Um and so we were like, okay, let's let's start doing this. Um I guess kind of with COVID, you know, we were like, we need just to keep the momentum going, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it's just always wanted to do it. And so here we are. I
0: love estate sales. I mean, you can get just so many things and pieces of, that are missing
2: yes. from your own
0: china or crystal or whatever, or just even cool old gadgets or beautiful art.
1: So it's, it's neat to hear the people say, oh my goodness, this is the rocking chair my mom had as a kid, and they buy the rocking chair, mm-hmm. or, you know, or, yeah. Just And need for us to be able to help these families. Like, we have families that come to us and they're like, okay, my, my husband died of COVID. We have a big five-bedroom house. All of the kids are out of the home. I don't know what to do. We're like, okay, we're going to help you sell everything. We go through everything. We take all personal items out. We have found very personal items. We have found f- signed checks, you know, like— oh." Stuff that families don't know that's in there. So we mm-hmm. take all of that out, put it aside for them. Um, that's yeah, a lot um, of work. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it's just fun.
0: So Heath is still a nurse. Oh, yeah. And and then doing the estate sales. Mm-hmm. So and you don't does have no free ban. time.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it's funny. Our, like, date night days are, like, at an estate sale house, like, mm-hmm. hanging out. Pricing and digging.
0: Right. <laughs> you know? So how, what region do you do the estate sales in? Like Lafayette only or do you go?
1: We actually just had one in Houston a few weekends ago. Oh. Yeah. So we went uh, one week in Houston and we set up the house and helped the family. And and then the next weekend we went and did the sale.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they have any quilts? They did. They did. They had two. so <laughs> if you came to my house, I they wouldn't have any quilts, two. you know.
1: <laughs> I'm sad, Miss Jan. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, what overall? Like, I wanted you on because I wanted people to hear your voice. Very, very sweet, and (laughs) and very competent at what you do. You're very talented. But what what do you say is like the biggest challenge of being an entrepreneur? Do you look? I know you're not looking at yourself as an entrepreneur, but you Mm -hmm. are. You're not working for somebody. You're working for yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. Probably the biggest challenge is like self motivation. Like, okay, I have two options today. I can work or I can take a nap.
0: Watch a Hallmark movie. Exactly, mm-hmm. and so
1: you just do both at can the same time. Yep. Can you do both. Yeah, you
0: watch a movie while you can cry mm-hmm. and sew at the same time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or I put in a podcast, yep. you know, and just listen to podcasts and work, and mm-hmm. until it's time to get my little kids mm-hmm. from school, you know.
0: Yeah, you know many moms like you that are working for themselves.
1: You think?
0: I mean, do you? Do you know many or most of your friends? You know the moms you meet.
1: They don't. I feel like so many of them have corporate jobs, you know. I feel like I'm the only one that does this, so mm-hmm. maybe I'm the only crazy one. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think you're the just more. Um, you're brave, crafty. You have to rely on yourself, yeah, to make it work. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're here with Jason Sakura, and I, he's been writing notes. Indeed, I have. I was curious if you had any questions of Heather.
2: I do have a few questions, Heather. First of all, thank you for being here. How's this been so far? You okay? It's so
0: good. Yeah,
1: I love she it. She was nervous all right. before.
2: <laughs> There's no reason to be nervous about that. No, okay? this is pretty laid-back conversation. Uh, so the first thing, the first question I had is, do you do custom work?
1: Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah, that's but, what the, this is.
2: So, like, but if, like, Raider Solutions called you up and said, hey, we'd like to do this, yep. we could figure something out.
1: Yeah, in fact, once again, during COVID, I had um, businesses that reached out to me, like, my eye doctor, Uh, Scott Icare reached out to me and said, hey, I want masks for my employees with our logo on it. And so we had fabric printed, and we made it Mm -hmm. happen. And this lady is a custom order, you know, message and said, hey, I want this done. And so, okay.
0: I can see aprons and different things, you know, like custom for business Mm -hmm. that are unique.
2: Well, I'm thinking, too, we're getting towards the wintertime here like, I've already gotten my gloves and my hats and my scarves and my, what are, they, what, what are those little neck things called gates or whatever? Like, all that's coming out. I'm like, man, if I had some custom stuff here, <laughs> I'd be styling. <laughs> all right. We'll be in touch about that. I'm glad you mentioned this is a creative endeavor because this isn't some factory gig, right? Like, this is, so I can, as someone who likes music and multimedia, I can relate. Being that it's a creative endeavor, how do you find inspiration or where do you find inspiration?
1: Hmm. You know, it does get uh, – is the word monotonous? Where it's just like over and over and over, you mm-hmm. keep making the same thing over and over. And so I do have, like, some passion projects on the side. Like, my daughter, um, the 12-year-old Aniston, asked for Christmas. She said, I want a basket of books and a book quilt. And I was like, okay. So I've been working oh, on a
0: – Nice.
1: Yeah, I've been working on a quilt for her. But that's – like, that's fun. That lights me up. Oh, uh, okay. And then I'm like, okay, so I'll do – I'll work on my kids' fun things and my friends for a few hours, and then I'll jump to business stuff Okay. to, like, stay. Because I don't know if I would—this is boring over and over,
2: you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I'm relating to kind of—I do some video gigs, and there's some that are very cookie-cutter, and there's some where I can, like, whatever, flex my creative muscles, if you will. And I kind of need both. Yeah. And then I completely relate, to to, like, trying to place a value— like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I hate charging people for something mm-hmm. that is – like, I just want to do it for the enjoyment of doing it. Like, don't make me bring money into this.
1: I'm not good at money stuff. Like, I yeah. don't understand it. I, my brain is just, like, pretty colors and fun. Yep. You know, and I guess the different fabrics, too, helps um, not get boring um, mm-hmm. because, like, I've already ordered my spring fabrics. So, like, when – Starting January 1, I'm going to start Easter in Easter baskets. And oh. like, so it's constantly yeah. changing. By June, I'll have my Christmas order. So oh, okay. it's just constantly changing of fabrics, I guess, is what keeps mm. me um, engaged. Yeah.
0: Do you, do you picture the little people in the clothes when you're sewing the little bodies?
1: Yeah. Like they're tiny,
2: they're just tiny little people. I have people. a
1: mannequin too, so that I helps. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll dress my little girl. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's That's awesome. An interesting thing you brought up. You you talked about how you're you're comfortable with where things are. It doesn't sound like you're looking to like grow the business or make this a twenty or thirty person operation. Like you like it right where it is. Is that true or no? <laughs> I, I you're kinda of smiling over here. I mean here. I
1: of course it has been bigger at one point, mm-hmm. and I think we're just getting it built up again post COVID. Like okay. mm-hmm. it really went down in 2020, and so we were doing a lot more shows, and I had a lot of wholesale accounts, and so we're slowly, as stores are rebuilding, and re- we're s- making it happen oh, again. Okay. Um,
2: so this is something that could it be was. like a, a big. You would never have a brick and mortar store necessarily, no. but you might have like a, a little building where you're doing all your sewing or something. Maybe you have yeah. ten people in there. Yep. Cranking stuff up. Absolutely. At one time, I, I, I had
1: eight yeah. employees at one time oh, wow. before okay. COVID, and it was all um, older women that they were alone and they, they know how to sew. Yeah. And yeah. it gave them, um, I felt like we were helping them. I was helping them financially, but then I'd bring my little kids to visit and just fun, mm-hmm. you know, just felt like it was gave, giving them purpose as well.
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like that. Uh, how important has networking and, and knowing the right people been for your business?
1: I don't know if I do any of that. Um I, I just show up at shows. <laughs> okay. And uh, seriously, we just show up and do shows. And I think the product speaks for itself. Now, an important thing about networking when you do these craft shows is that you're in the same spot. Mm. So that, like – People will come up to me and say, "Hey, I bought from you last year. This mm-hmm. was your spot, right?" I'm like, "Yes, it was." So that's important. Oh, yeah, they okay. look that for you. is important as they look for they you every year. Relationships. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Cynthia Thompson is the yes. one who introduced me to you. Yep. And Cynthia works through Roy's Fresh Lemonade. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. She oh, was yeah, at yeah. Tinsel
0: Treasures, and she brought me over to meet you guys. So yeah, it's yeah. funny. We,
1: I, I call it the traveling circus. That's probably not
0: the same people um, mm-hmm. do the shows.
1: Yeah, it's, it's our same friends that we see. I've, we've been knowing Cynthia for years. She's and, the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. and same with our, you know, we do another uh, show. It's called Vintage Market Days, and they're all over America. And, um, of course, Heath and I just stay pretty local because of our kids. But these people are retired, and they do shows all over America. And mm-hmm. they're like our parents, you know, we're just – yeah, it's like our co-workers, you know.
0: It's such a different world. I can't imagine traveling yeah. every weekend. Yeah, but really people is. do that, right? They Their do families. do it. One yeah. of the
1: ladies that—but it's it's neat. It's neat people. The One of the ladies that we do shows with, she was a hairdresser for years. Her son played a college ball for a Southeastern in Baton Rouge. And so she would do a show every weekend where her son was playing ball oh. so that she could be at every one of his games. That was special.
0: Yeah. That was special to me. And then making money at the yeah. same time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Interesting. Uh, If you could write yourself a a little note and send it back to yourself in time to write when this started, what kind of advice would you give yourself?
1: Hmm. I guess just don't stop. Like, just don't stop. Keep going.
2: That's solid advice, actually.
1: Don't stop. Yeah. But I never could have seen my life where it is now. Okay. Ever. I mean, you don't go from being months behind on your mortgage, the single mom would like, okay, pack up. We're going to Europe and I paid for it with my little sewing. <laughs> <You know>? Like <laughs> what? And just, yeah, it's, we have a really cool.
2: Well, I, I, we've talked about another podcast, but I do like that mentality of, of, and I've said this about myself to jump in the river and see where it takes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be that bad ultimately. And you can always get out of the river if you need to, Yes, you know?
1: Yeah. Sink or swim. And there's no sinking period. Yep. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. Maybe it's the parents that I have, but my mom was such a hustler. I remember watching my mom grow up and just working and working, and it's like we have that hustle mentality as well. Like I'm mm-hmm. okay to have no days off, but then, but then we work really hard for, for vacations and nice things.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Just-
2: no, I, I hear you. <laughs> right, so how do we how do we find you? How do we find your stuff? Social media, websites, stores, like.
1: Yeah. Stores, it's all on Facebook and Facebook, Instagram. How do we and, find
0: you on Facebook? Is it's it,
2: Banani Bands. Banani
0: Bands. Yep. Okay, and let me spell it again it's B A N A N N I E Bands. That's so right. Annie is your daughter. So, Banani, yep, bands. Annie Banani. Yeah, because I saw your website is really mm-hmm. not the place to go, it's Facebook.
1: Yeah, my website is currently down because it's show season, but like January 1, I'll have it back up and rolling. It's just hard to manage everything in the booth. And yep. the website is hard in the middle of show
0: season. But, what about um, Instagram? Are you more Facebook for promoting what you do?
1: I do a lot of Instagram, too. Banani bands? Yeah, banani uh-huh. bands. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. My daughter, Annie, is kind of dip, dipping her toe in it. I've been putting some of her earrings out in the booth. And oh. so that's been just like, Mom, I want a job. I'm like, well, you're 12, so mm-hmm. make earrings. I'll sell them. You
2: know? Here's a broom. Come <laughs> Yeah, <help> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um,
2: that's awesome. Well, Heather, again— Thank you for being here. Can we have her back in like a couple of years? We'll do a follow up. Yes. Like okay. two years from now, be like, how's yes. things going? How are you? And I'm in Target. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I have fifty employees now. And yeah, yeah. exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. That and, would and- be a you. major,
0: major jump. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what wow.
2: Crazier things have happened. I know. I oh
1: know. y'all.
2: Okay. I, <laughs> 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 I don't mean to increase the anxiety of your
0: hair. Yeah. Awesome.
2: I want to thank you, Heather Aww. Corville.
0: Again, um, she manages Banani bands. Banana Heather Corville bands. DBA Banani Bands and also Early Bird Estate Sale Company. So is that mm-hmm. on Facebook also? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we like
1: uh, we have two sales coming up. Anyway, we always post yeah. when our sales okay. are coming up. And and I wanna yeah. say one thing.
0: I think the reason I wanted you on the podcast is you've had to believe in yourself mm-hmm. to make it, and so for a lot of us, sometimes we don't always think we're strong or think we should believe in ourselves, but it's the only way to really live your life—believing in yourself.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And you do that. <laughs> I know. I just love You're you. You're so sweet,
1: Ms. Janty. I wanted cute. you to be on
0: the show, Aww. Jason Sakura. Thank you for making this oh, well, a reality. You, yeah. And I of want to course. thank you and Raider Chris Raider, And I want to thank all of our loyal listeners. They can go to discoverlafayette.net and hear Heather Corville's interview along with about 350 others. It's been a labor of love doing this podcast for six and a half years. And I had to believe in myself, too. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love sharing people like you, your stories. Because we're all different, but we bring different things to the table. So thank you for that gift. Oh, thank you. Yeah. On behalf of Discover Lafayette, I want to thank you. I'm Jan Swift.